Hello everyone and welcome back to Self Interrupted, the top 120 podcast in guess where peru okay listen thank you to the peru listeners i appreciate it highly homeland of paddington bear i'm your host kate costello as always i'm very excited to be here today i'm not gonna lie like i feel like i haven't been able to talk to you guys in so long and i don't know why i'm having this feeling that this is a renaissance of me coming back onto the podcast but like girl I literally recorded last week, so I don't know what's going on. I couldn't be one of those girls that does like a bulk recording of a podcast. That's not me, you know? That's not the vibe. I like catching you girls up on what's been going on. Like what's been going on in my past week. I couldn't do like four episodes in a day. First of all, that's mentally draining, okay? Let's just start there. Four hours of recording. Let me tell you actually one thing. When I started recording this podcast, I tried to make it as chill as possible, but like honestly, I was recording for like, two hours per episode and famously my episodes are like 30 minutes long so what was i doing i was repeating myself for a good hour and a half but i've come to a place where i feel like it's become somewhat second nature to record an episode for you guys and i love self-interrupted sometimes i'm on spotify you know listening to the divas on my music app i am no it's true but i'll see self-interrupted and i'll just be so proud i'm not gonna lie like i'm so proud of this podcast i love it so much i love that you guys dm me about this podcast you put it on your stories it means so much to me genuinely and i just love self-interrupted i don't care who hears it no it's true i'll scream it from the rooftops Anyway, so today we're actually doing a game of Would You Rather, which you guys can get involved in. It is Model Edition, which I think is fun. I want to do more of these like Would You Rather games, but like a different edition each time. I saw Emma Chamberlain do this on her podcast, Anything Goes. And when I was listening to that, I was like, oh, let me just play along with her real quick. And it was great. So if you want to play along, feel free. But before we get into that, I want to give you the catch up of the week. Famously, I do a little catch up to keep the girls updated on what's been going on in my life so let's get into that okay you guys here i am i'm being honest with you right now the floor is open and this is an honest podcast i downloaded tinder again Mm-hmm. yeah maybe the last episode was a catalyst for this because the last episode very famously was my 24-hour boyfriend experience now maybe when i was recording that episode i was thinking oh shit maybe i should get back onto the dating apps and no i did i have been banned from hinge because ugh, I guess it's kind of fraud. I pretended I was in Paris before I went to Paris because I wanted to get a couple of dates in Paris when I went in May, famously. But they banned me because they were like, bitch, you don't live in Paris, you live in the UK. Anyway, so I had to settle for Tinder. Everyone scream. Now, Tinder, I find incredibly hit or miss. Like, I'm not finding my husband on Tinder. Let's just be honest. But you never know. I mean, I've had friends that have found relationships on Tinder. Many a friend. But like, I've never met anyone on Tinder. The furthest I've gone with meeting someone on Tinder is moving over to WhatsApp. And that's kind of serious. So I don't know what you guys, I don't know where your levels are with like seriousness in a relationship, but moving a conversation onto WhatsApp, oh no, that's my husband. Anyway, I downloaded Tinder again. For me, I'm really sporadic when it comes to dating apps. Like I'll download them and six hours later, I'll delete them. But to be fair, I had this dating app for about 48 hours and I've since deleted it. I was talking to a couple of guys and like, Ugh, men are so jarring. Like, why are you calling me cute and then leaving me on red for six hours? Like, what's going on? Why are we doing that? No, 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 no. I'm being so serious. Like, stop. Stop playing these games because I'm not going to play them. And I don't care if I look a fool. You guys are waiting six, eight hours to reply to me just because you want to play the mental games of 
being in the talking phase. I'm not rising to that. Actually, no, I'm not lowering myself to that. I'm replying within two minutes if I have the time. I'm a busy girl. I'm gonna, I'm actually gonna forget to reply to you because I have stuff to do. I know that you're just at home. I'm doing stuff. So if I get the time, I'm gonna be like, oh, hey, da 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 da, you know? But yeah, I was talking to a couple of guys, one called Jack and one called Alex. They gave absolutely nothing other than like, hey, you're cute. And I was like, yeah, okay, but like, let's talk. And they didn't do that. So anyway, I deleted the app. Long story short, I'm off of my Tinder era. How do I feel about that? Unsuccessful, let me be honest. Like, I would have loved just a little, like, a little one-two text, you know? Like, let's keep texting. Like, let's move over to Instagram. That's when it gets serious. Because if you're moving over to WhatsApp, one thing. Moving over to Instagram, you're not part of my life. You're not part of my daily routine. I'm seeing you on Instagram most days. Oh, there's a helicopter going past. I am recording this on a Monday, very randomly. Yesterday, I couldn't record. I'll get into that later in the catch-up. So now I'm out here, Monday, in the middle of the day, on the farm. So if you hear any machinery mechanics going on, please forgive me. I like to record on a Sunday where it's just peace and quiet, nothing going on. But no, here I am, hectic mess on a Monday afternoon. What else happened this week? This week, I also had a shoot. I had a photo shoot. A makeup artist got in touch with me, which was very lovely of her. It was great. Very editorial, very abstract, some may say. I was hidden in a pile of leather, which for me, not the best because, you know, vegan. But then again, like I do wear leather jackets. So like, I don't know, hypocrite much. I'm not too sure. The whole concept of the shoot was masking gender and like the idea of gender and just like deconstructing it, which is actually really interesting. But a lot of the shoots I get hired for are the same kind of vibe. So I think a lot of the time people are like, this is a very unique perspective. And I'm like, babe, I've done six shoots this week about deconstructing the idea of gender just because I'm a non-binary model. Do you know what I mean? The makeup for that shoot was incredible. It was so like futuristic. I had like black eyeliner all over my face with orange contour. It was so slay. You guys don't understand. But I also, from that shoot, I got a contact for a fitting for a runway show the next day. The shoot I had was on Friday and then the fitting was on Saturday. So on Saturday, I went down to Central St. Martins and I did a fitting for a show that's like in May. Oh my gosh, I don't know if I can talk about this, you guys, but I got fucking summoned for jury duty. Obviously, I can't say anything about when I'm doing it or where I'm doing it, but Christ, if you know what jury duty is, I have to stand on a podium and basically say if someone's guilty or not. Oh my God, it's so bad for me. As soon as I got that letter, I'm not gonna lie, it completely dampened my whole week. I was like, are you fucking serious? And my dad's out here being like, you know, it's part of the country, it's what the country's, go be quiet, just for a hot second. I now have to miss two weeks of work to be a juror? Oh, I'm gonna be serving Naomi Campbell. Remember when Naomi Campbell went to court because she did something to her maid? She basically was in court and she was saying, actually, I don't want to be here. It's a very big inconvenience to my life. That's gonna be me. When they're gonna be asking, is this person guilty or not? I'm gonna be like, actually, I don't care. This is a massive inconvenience to my life. I could be on the runway right now. But the gag is I actually could be on the runway. I could go straight from jury service to going to a runway. And if you don't know, jury service isn't just like a one-two step. You're out here in the court for like two weeks. And if one of the trials that you're judging, I get, I'm i not the judge. Oh my gosh, wouldn't it be so sickening if I came in like a, a white wig and I just 
I just like cosplayed as a judge. Would they kick me out? Like, I don't know. I have been kind of thinking about how I'm going to get kicked out. Obviously, I'm joking. Legally. Legally, I'm joking, babes. But like, I was thinking if I dress up really slay, like in a little corset, because I don't tell you how to dress. So imagine I go in like a little two-piece. And then they're like, mm, yeah, I don't know about this person judging in a court of law. Like, born to serve, made to do jury service? Like, what's going on? Anyway, that was a huge tangent. So yeah, last week I found out I was doing jury service. I did a shoot and I did a fitting for a show, which is really exciting. But let's catch you up to what happened this weekend. When I got back on Saturday, I was in the car with my dad and he was all like, oh, by the way, the Wi-Fi's down. I said, oh, excuse me? He said, yeah, the Wi-Fi's down. When you left, all of the, the Wi-Fi just like turned off. Instantly, I'm in the trenches because I don't really care that much but it was just annoying and also i was running out of my 4g so this was the last thing that i needed the wi-fi to be down i have stuff to do i have emails to send you know anyway i get home and sure enough the wi-fi is quite literally down she's down bad like she's not coming back up i get through the day luckily when i went to paris famously if you listen to the paris episode i thought i was going to be staying in an airbnb that had no wi-fi so i had downloaded so much stuff on my iPad from Netflix. So there I was in my bedroom, no Wi-Fi, but watching one season of Shit's Creek over and over again, please. And it was the last season of Shit's Creek. So there I was crying in my bed. Oh my gosh, so bad for me. And then the next day rolls around. It's a Sunday, it's Mother's Day. And of all days, there's still no Wi-Fi. Anyway, so this is now day two without Wi-Fi. Bad for me. Now, like I said, it's Mother's Day. Now, this is the reason why I couldn't record yesterday. I was cooking. I was baking. I was making stuff for mother. Mm-hmm, yeah. My dad made a roast for my mum, which was very nice. And I made dauphinois potatoes. Now, I made them terribly. Let me just, let me just come out and say it. And I'm actually, yeah, I'm gonna have a bit of beef with my father, actually. Why is my dad telling me 20 past 11 on the Sunday, Kit, you're making dauphinois potatoes? I look at him and I say, um when was this happening? He says, today, like you have to make them within an hour. So I'm screaming at this point, I don't have a recipe. And I'm like, yeah, like I can just come up with a dauphinois potato recipe on the spot. I couldn't, I used single cream and it curdled. So the dauphinois potatoes that I served, apparently they tasted really nice, but aesthetically they looked like scrambled eggs and sliced potatoes in a dish. But listen, that's not my problem. If I was given a day, trust and believe the dauphinois potatoes would have been incredible, you know? Also, I'm not eating them because they have milk. Now, speaking of mothers, Taylor Swift embarked on her era's tour. Now, let me tell you one thing. If I don't get tickets for the era's tour in London, I'm gonna end it all. I'm very serious because I can't imagine a life where in the future, children will come up to me and they'll say, Kit, did you ever watch Taylor Swift? If I say no to that question, there's no point in me being here. I have got to see Taylor Swift do the era's tour. Three hours of uninterrupted Taylor Swift live music. I'm screaming. I re-listened to Folklore yesterday and today on the way to the gym. Imagine me about to do a run, listening to bloody Alyssa Affairs, please. But Christ, she's so good. But one thing I wrote, okay, I don't know if this is kind of controversial. At concerts, don't scream, okay? I'm just gonna say it. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Who are you trying to impress, bestie? Stop screaming, okay? If you're screaming directly into my ear, I'm turning around and I'm saying shut up because I don't need it. And you know who doesn't need it? Taylor Swift. Mama, she has her in-ears in. She can't hear anything. Now, let me tell you, let me tell you right now. If you want to sing along, if you want to sing along loud, that's all fun and games. But you guys know what I mean. The screaming children. The children screaming. Back when we were still changing for the... Shut up. Shut up. We don't need it. 
And I, do, I want you guys to know that I'm distinguishing screaming as a different subcategory to shouting loudly. Screaming where it's just high pitch annoyingness. I've seen so much on my For You page of the children going to the Taylor Swift concerts just screaming. Your vocal cords are gonna be fried. You're getting nodes by the end of this show. But anyway, that's what's been happening in my week. But let's get into this Would You Rather Model Edition game. Okay, now Would You Rather is a fun game to play because I think everyone has like unique perspectives on a Would You Rather. There's two options and you can either pick one or the other. It's Would You Rather. This is the reasoning as to why it's called Would You Rather. I have 10 questions here that are all related to modeling. Play along at home if you so please or just judge my answers. Either option is totally valid, bestie. Let's start off with the first Would You Rather question. Would you rather do runway forever or editorials? Hmm, interesting question. There are pros to both. Runway and editorial, they can both be very diverse. You can either have like a very boring runway where you're wearing like just a suit, like mama, boring, not gonna lie. Or you could have like an abstract runway where you're wearing like hot couture looks with like eight inch heels, something exciting. Now that kind of goes for editorial as well. It's the same kind of thing, but with runway, you have the aspect that is live and you're in front of the children watching you walk. Hmm, this is a tough one. The things I love about editorials is that when you're on set, you get to make friends with so many more people. When you're doing runway, it's so rushed. As soon as you get there, you're into hair and makeup and you don't really get to talk to them because they're so focused on what they're doing. And most of the time they have an assistant and because they have so many models to get through, they don't really talk to you. They just talk to each other while they do your hair. So I would say that runway is more dehumanizing, but I think it has instant gratification. Is that the right word? Because you see the impression that you're giving and instantly you're getting those photos. Like within four hours, you have the photos of you on the runway. Versus when you're doing an editorial, it can take months to get those photos back. I mean, the shoot that I was doing this week, I'm probably not gonna see those photos until June, which honestly just depresses me to a whole other level because like, bitch, sometimes I just want the content from my Instagram. Sometimes I just wanna break that NDA. I just wanna say, you know what? Actually, I'm gonna post it, but I don't have time to go to court and do jury service. So maybe I'll just stick to not posting them anyway. But when you're doing an editorial, it's the opposite. You're so much more humanized and you get to talk to the children doing your hair and makeup because it's more chatty and that's more fun. I do enjoy that. This is actually a really tricky one because also with runway, it's so much more exhilarating and the adrenaline is really high. Whereas with editorial, you can be doing the same pose over and over again for hours. And some photographers can be so anal about it. I'm like, go shut up. Just let me do my thing. Anyway, oh my gosh, this is actually tough. I think I'm gonna say runway, you know? Now I'm thinking about this logically as well, because if I'm doing runway forever, I'm hoping I'd be booked for every single show that I want to do, but I'd only be working during the fashion weeks. So I know that I'd get bookings in New York, Paris, Milan, and London. And I feel like that's just more of an experience than staying in a studio doing an editorial because you could be in a studio in New York, but you're still in just a studio. Whereas if you're in New York, there have been runways on the subway, Grand Central Station. So I feel like runway is the vibe. First one out of the way. Oh, okay, so sticking to the runway theme, would you rather fall on the runway or have a wardrobe malfunction on the runway? Okay, so I actually have had many a wardrobe malfunction on the runway. Most recently, I went out and the dress wasn't covering my boobs. Mm-hmm, yeah. Nipples, tits, just out for the public to see. That was very much a wardrobe malfunction. The dress wasn't on. 
So I've already experienced a wardrobe malfunction. I don't think anyone wants to fall on the runway. I think a wardrobe malfunction can actually be kind of sexy, but like if you pull it off right, if you know it's happening, just go along with it. Like I did with that outfit where it was just like not on me. It was just falling off of me while I was on the runway, but I wasn't like holding it. I wasn't taping it back up. I was just walking down the runway with my tits completely out for everyone to see. And girl, they were eating it up. When I came backstage, the designer was crying in my face. But mama, that's not my fault. The dresses should have put it on me properly. I didn't have the reference picture. I didn't know how it was meant to look at me. But I don't think anyone really wants to fall on the runway because it's very hard to recover. I think a lot of people think, oh, if I fall, I'm just gonna like do a little twirl. But no, when you're in that situation, you just wanna be as professional as possible because there's so many like press people. It almost looks immature when you're trying to like really play it off super, super like cool and like almost being silly because you don't want to be silly about it you don't want to be like oh i just fell over but you also don't want to be like i'm so slay and i just fell over so it's like how do you find a perfect balance between those two things do you know what i mean but i don't want to fall on the runway i'd rather a wardrobe malfunction the next would you rather question is would you rather have two good jobs a year or one boring job a week okay damn that's tough dude two jobs a year but then one boring job a week what are we calling boring i've been in a commercial agency so i know what boring jobs are i did a job for a work website where you like put your work cvs on their website i did that job and that was probably the most boring job i've ever done because I literally had to just like pretend to scroll on an iPad all day. And I don't think that I could put up with doing that every week, but then the money from that was great. Sometimes those boring commercial jobs pay so well, but this is the thing. I had that, that experience of getting not regular jobs, but getting jobs that I didn't find interesting, but I was getting paid money for them, but I didn't like it. I would rather make no money and be inspired than be uninspired and make money. But then two jobs a year, that's bleak. That's real bad. Oh, I don't know for this. This one's tough. I don't know. Because I really think that if I was doing a job a week that was really boring and uninspired, I think I would hate modeling. And I don't want to hate modeling because I love it. I think I would do the two jobs a year. I'm not going to lie. I can't not do modeling. And I think if I did a really boring job each week, I would hate it. And I know what you children are thinking. Kit, you have a boring job once a week. Get it together, bitch. I know. I grew up on a farm. That could have been my job. I chose not to be a farmer because I find it boring, okay? I chose to be a model because I think it's interesting and I think it's fun. Because it's also about like being proud of the work that you're doing. Imagine me like not being able to post or like show anyone the jobs that I've been doing because they're just like boring commercials. Those two jobs could be like a cover of a magazine, a campaign, and that campaign could then have a usage of like two years. So I could be on billboards for two years. Interesting, I would rather take the two good jobs a year. Okay, next would you rather is, would you rather do a job on location or on a studio. Doing a job on location is fun and games until it's not. You don't wanna be in full hair and makeup when it's raining. That's not the vibe. Whereas if you're in a studio, you know it's gonna be good. But being on location is beautiful. And also I feel like being on location gives so much more depth to the photo and it makes it so much more impressive. But then sometimes a studio photo is a good photo because you can really rely on the light. The set's gonna be nice and clean, but then if I'm doing on location, location could be sleigh, but the wind, the rain, the sun, it could be too hot. But then that's a story to tell. Am I playing it too safe if I wanna just stay in a studio? Do you know what I'm saying? This is serious. I think location, 
Let's let's do it. Risking it, risking it all. I don't think I've ever actually shot on location, to be honest. Oh no, I have. I've done a shoot where I was outside in Regent's Park. And for example, being on location, it's like, you don't know who's gonna be there either. Because there was a man doing like some kind of martial arts behind us. And it's all fun and games until I'm standing on a log and he starts, you know, doing shouts for that martial art and I fall off the log because I'm scared. You know, that's when it's not too fun. And also like people judging you is like, I don't know. I don't really care about people judging me, but it's people kind of gathering. I've had that as well in that same shoot where people started gathering around me. And I was like, you guys, this is so unnecessary. A, because I'm getting naked in Regent's Park trying to change my outfit. I don't need this right now. And B, because I'm trying to pose and like, I can't concentrate if I have eyes on me. I do think that shooting on location is fun. So I'm going to say shooting on location because it gives story. There's more development to it than just like staying in a studio. Okay, so on to the next would you rather. Would you rather show up late or show up early? I'm a diva that shows up early. Now, instantly, I know a lot of you are saying show up early. But if you're showing up early all the time, I'm not saying early as in like 10 minutes, 15 minutes. I'm saying an hour and a half early and an hour and a half late. Either one is kind of bad because an hour and a half late, it's not insanely late that you're ruining the shoot, but it's just rude. Being an hour and a half early, first of all, you look too keen. Also, you're just, you're kind of putting people out because now you're texting them saying that you're there and they have to rush to get to that place. So turning up somewhere early actually isn't that much better than being late. However, being late, I mean, a lot of models are late on shoots. Here's a little bit of tea for you guys. I've been on plenty of shoots, especially commercial, where people just show up late and it actually doesn't really make a difference. I mean, I've been late to a shoot before because I showed up to the wrong address. I talked about it on like the first episode of this podcast. Confessions of a Model is the title. Go listen if you haven't. I showed up like, I think 40 minutes late and it wasn't a good feeling. I felt the judgment from the room and I was constantly apologizing and they were saying, no, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. But I could tell it wasn't fine. I could tell that they like needed me. I've been on shoots where I've been early and then someone's arrived like an hour and a half late and they haven't even apologized. They've just like gotten into hair and makeup and it's been fine. I think I'd rather be early because I don't want to be rude. It shows that you respect the people. I don't like people that are late. It's such a red flag for me. If you are constantly late once or twice, okay, yeah, fine. If you are constantly late, that pisses me off. And if you're late, because of yourself, like, oh, I, I forgot, like, oh, I'm getting ready. Oh, I didn't give myself enough goal. No, not an excuse. With that being said, I would much rather show up somewhere early. The next would you rather is intense makeup or natural makeup. Okay, interesting. Honestly, I think I'm gonna choose natural makeup because I can use those images whenever I want. If I need to, you know, use a new image on Tinder, I'll use the natural makeup image. If I need a new Instagram profile picture, natural makeup. Whereas if it's the intense makeup, yes, it's a look, but it's not me because you can put that in your portfolio, but it doesn't really show off what you can do as a model because you're almost hiding behind all this makeup. You know what I mean? But I think I'd rather natural makeup because you can like capitalize off of that more than dramatic makeup. The next would you rather is, would you rather only do covers or only do editorial spreads. So an editorial spread, if you don't know, is when you're looking through a magazine and it's the same person on multiple pages and they're in different outfits. Obviously a cover is the cover of the magazine. The pros of only doing covers would be the exposure. The children would be like, oh my gosh, this person's always booking covers. However, longevity wise, 
I don't think it would last because I don't think that you would get enough photos from that shoot. You'd only get one. You'd only get the cover. I've done shoots, cover shoots before, and you take so many incredible photos that just get scrapped. You also take so many cover photos that are edited like covers that then get scrapped. And you're only ultimately left with one that has text all over it. So let's think about this. Like you posting that on social media because yeah, like it's gonna be in the stores, but it's only gonna be in the stores for a month. Wow, I'm in my business era right now, but you need to think about it. No, it's true. You'd be constantly advertising magazines on your Instagram. Whereas if you're doing editorials, yes, you're not the cover. And in this scenario, you'd never be the cover. I would rather do editorials because A, you get so many more pictures. You get like four pictures in the magazine and they're versatile. And honestly, most covers nowadays, I don't really care for, which is why when one is like decent, the children scream about them. So for that reason and that reason alone, I'm choosing editorials. On to the next, somewhat of a controversial one. Would you rather only be signed to one agency forever or never be signed to an agency? Interesting. Agencies are very tricky. I call the first couple of months of signing to an agency the honeymoon phase because it all seems like fun and games, but half a year in, a lot of the time agencies tend to forget about you, to be honest. And it's really annoying and it's really jarring. However, being with an agency on paper is better than not being with an agency, especially if you've only just started modeling because they're getting you jobs. They're getting you paid jobs. That's important. Whereas in my position now, I've gotten so many more jobs without my agency this year. However, not all of them have been paid. I think when I get a job by myself that's not through my agency, I feel so accomplished. I don't know, I feel like a businesswoman. Like I've been able to get this, I'm on this set because I put myself here. I think if I had experiences with agencies where I felt as though I was getting jobs every week, which I don't think is realistic. I think people come into the modeling industry thinking as soon as they sign to a modeling agency, they're gonna get a job every single week. It doesn't work like that at all. And it's such a high expectation to have. And I think it's a false narrative that a lot of people have because they look up to supermodels and they see them always booked and busy. But it's because, you know, there's like so many circumstances as to why they're a supermodel in the first place. But then a lot of like even top models don't get booked every single week by their agency. But I think if you didn't have an agency, it would be hard, but then always being signed to one is so jarring. And in this situation, I would say you have to be signed to the same agency throughout this whole time. So I would say no. I would much rather not be signed to an agency than always be signed to one because also you can't change your look. When you're in an agency, it's, there's kind of rules to you. You know, you have to tell your agency before you do so much stuff, before you get a tattoo, before you pierce your ears, before you dye your hair. You know, there's so many restrictions and having that my whole modeling career is not what I want. This is an interesting one. This next one, would you rather be paid the same for every single shoot that you do or get paid sporadically? So this means like shoots that I normally would not be getting paid for, I'd be getting paid a flat rate. But if I did a shoot, like a massive campaign with like 10 years usage, you'd normally be getting paid like 25 to 50K. Interesting. Oh my gosh. Hmm. Because also if you're getting paid the same for each shoot, you can rely on that income. You can kind of manage your life. But where do you go from there? Where do we go now, Gracie Abrams, good riddance? You know, like, where do we go now? Hmm, I think I need to know the price. But like, even if it was like a thousand pound for each shoot, I think that's good. But then imagine if a massive campaign came up and you got paid a flat rate and you knew that other models were getting paid like 50K. That's like 50 shoots. Oh, wow. 
Tough, tough. Honestly, I love a storyline and I love character development and a story arc. So I think that I would rather get paid sporadically and see my like earnings go up rather than progress in my career and my money not talk the same language. Not that money equals success at all, but in a capitalistic view, I guess it kind of does. Like through like corporations and stuff, if you're a bigger name, they're paying you more. So if I was a bigger name and I was getting the same amount of money that I was getting paid at the beginning of my modeling career, that's so flop of me speaking in terms of like business. So I think I'd rather get paid sporadically. I mean, that's kind of what I'm living like now and it's somewhat okay. If I was going into each job thinking, oh, I'm gonna be getting paid this, like the question where it was, would you rather two good jobs a year or one boring job a week? I think I'd kind of get uninspired because I know that I'd be getting the money regardless. Yeah, I think I'd probably get paid sporadically because then you can look back on your career and be like, oh my gosh, I remember when I was doing shoots for 50 pounds, but now I'm getting paid 25K for a shoot, you know? Interesting. This is honestly like making me think about my career so much. We have come to the last question. Okay, you guys ready? Would you rather be one of the top supermodels in the world, but that's the only job you can do, or be a model but has their fingers in other pies? For example, acting, singing, dancing. Interesting, 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 interesting. Being one of the top supermodels, that's incredible. There are so many models that haven't moved into the film industry that are so idolized because they're just good at what they do. Do you know what I mean? Honestly, this one's tough because I love the idea of being like an inspiration to the children, especially as like a trans non-binary model. I think that's like so slay. But then also getting the exposure and showing off other skills in other sectors, like acting, singing, I think I'd rather do that because it kind of like expands your career more. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. Is this like an easy question to answer? I can't really tell because I think that some people really like honor their craft as a model and they would just like stay a supermodel and just to be known as one of the best is great. I'd rather be successful in different aspects than just being a model. That concludes the would you rather model edition. I hope that you have enjoyed this little fun game and I really hope that you've played along. Even if you're not a model, I hope that you can implement these into your life. I'd love to know your results. Let me know what you thought. Did you agree with my decisions? Did you disagree with them? I want to know, bestie. That brings us to the end of this episode. I really hope you enjoyed, but before I go, I do have a recommendation for you. I don't have a question to answer because honestly, I didn't even think about getting a question because these are all questions. Mama, I just answered 10 questions to do with modeling, okay? But I will mention to the one listener that asked me for the review of the Nina Simone album, I won't be giving that to you. I'm gonna be honest. If you don't know, listen to last episode and you will understand the context. Honestly, I don't even have the text messages to that person anymore and... I don't think that I can go through listening to the album again because I think it might be like a trigger thing. It might just give me PTSD, you know, flashbacks to that moment. So I won't be giving you the Nina Simone track by track review experience. I'm so sorry. But I will be giving you the recommendation of the week, which is death. (laughs) Please. Which is death. Everyone just dies. No, which is death by Melanie Martinez. You guys, Melanie Martinez is back. They are back and better than ever. And I'm so serious when I say that Melanie Martinez is one of my favorite artists of all time. They know how to execute an era. They are currently in their portals era, which 
Honestly, just do your research on Melanie because they started off with the famous, critically acclaimed album, Crybaby, which is a character. This character then aged up and then in their second album, K through 12, kindergarten to grade 12, Crybaby's all grown up. Now, however, this is the third album called Portals and Crybaby has evolved into this like different being which is so creepy, so cool, and so camp. She just performed at Lollapalooza in this outfit. She looks so good. She looks so good. It was so camp, it's so cool. And the song Death, at first I was like, oh, I don't know about this song. Cause it's a little bit slow to begin with, but honestly, it's such a satisfying song to me. It has like implements of like pop, rock, and also a little bit of classical music in there at the beginning with the violins, like the orchestra. I'm like, okay, Melanie, let's relax. Like, I love this, it's so good. Expect Death by Melanie Martinez to be on the self-interrupted top 10. But yeah, I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. I'm really excited to speak to you next episode because this week I'm doing something pretty crazy and I'm really excited to talk to you about it next episode. So I hope to see you all there. But otherwise you can find me on Instagram and TikTok at kit.costello you can submit your story times and questions at kitcanbeinteresting.com. If you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to rate it on Spotify. It really means so much to me. You can also review the podcast on Apple Podcasts and write a review. That would be incredible. Thank you so much. But other than that, I hope that you have an incredible week. I'm sending you so much love as always. Kit, 